Support for the PWT cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCAST at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. All right? So uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast. Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 188 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. My name is Drew. And this is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We're bringing this podcast right here on this feed for free every Monday. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter. So it's patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Uh, this week, we've got um, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 uh, on May the 4th, I believe is when the third, May the 4th, special holiday. May the 4th be with you. Uh, it's going to yeah. be May. Uh, so you're gonna be able to listen to myself and Drew review. Well, the f- are we doing it a day early because of the show of the movie, or is it gonna be Friday? Uh, Friday Cinco de Mayo. Friday Cinco de Mayo. We'll celebrate. You will. I mean, the movie comes out Thursday officially. I think yeah. it comes out. Yeah. Uh, you know, but our review will come out Friday. Cinco de Mayo. Okay, Celebr- okay. Celebrate Cinco so de Mayo. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Celebrate, yeah. you know, defeating those fucking French revolutionist pigs, uh, which yeah. I believe is what Cinco de Mayo is. I don't know. Uh, but you can celebrate that by um, listening to myself and Drew over at the Patreon talk about Guardians 1. Um, you'll hear all about my embarrassing, and I bring it up all the time, my embarrassing Facebook post. Yes. If you want, If you want to hear if I can... 19 year old scrump tell you how he feels about the mcu you can listen over there last week was a really fun episode with myself and jesse kolenberg as well um talking in glorious bastards it's always yeah always fun talking to jesse um mm-hmm. and uh yeah hey well actually it's a sort of a new month it's a new month yes it is um as the new day would say uh so yeah so if if you're interested in signing up again as low as five bucks for for a weekly uh movie review um this month we're going to be covering gardens of the galaxy one wolf of wall street fast and furious the the first one uh and the follow-up to x or the prequel to x actually pearl um as well as two episodes of scrum's detective agency vivian is back from the uk oh she's back from the uk bruv so we'll begin some episodes with her yes we will I'm sorry. That's very offensive. I'm probably sure to some UK listeners. I'm so sorry. Uh, or anyone British or anyone just like, that's a terrible just British offended by accent. I'm so sorry. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so that's a little bit of a preview. I'll post the, you know, the, the main card schedule up uh, yeah. later in the, later in the week or possibly just tomorrow. But yeah. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash PWT cast. Um, Drew. Yes, we, we got to address the elephant in the room. Okay, <laughs> as uh, as one friend of the show, Benno said, the messiest uh-huh. bitch that I know. Yes. So, 
It's Monday afternoon. No, Monday probably around like five thirty. Uh, myself and cousin Jeremy are we're we're loading up the van with uh, some express boxes. Express FedEx Express didn't come, so we're like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. We'll take it to FedEx. And so as we're getting ready to drop things off, um, I, I get a, I get a message in one of these group chats that says CM Punk backstage at Monday Night Raw, to which I'm like, sure. But then that is quickly <laughs> followed up by uh, Dave Meltzer confirming, you know, he's back there. And then followed by a video of him like there with like Tamina Snuka. And it's just like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> and so I guess apparently the way the story goes is uh, Punk was in Tampa having a meeting with uh, AEW people for, you know, patching things up. I, I assume that's what this meeting was for. I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't prevalent to or what was going on. But that was the story as it went. And I guess as he was on the plane going back to Chicago, uh, well, he ran into a bunch of other WWE talents, as a lot of them live, you know, in, in Tampa yeah. and stuff like that. And they were coming to Chicago to go to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> and then I guess he just fucking showed up, went backstage talk to like, people no, I'll split a cab with you yeah I, yeah i'll split a cab with you paul paul come here i let me can i get on your private plane let me let me split a yeah a cab with you and uh yeah i guess he was backstage apparently you know talking to people apologizing to some try to talk mm-hmm. to triple h and like men fences and like what a weird what a weird thing yeah um weird um I also feel like it's, you know, it's it's a little bit of that thing of whenever, you know, the week before Kanye drops an album and he, he says some stupid shit. So uh, it's like, oh, yeah, I got this uh, this uh, project that nobody knows about. Um, and I'm just going to put my name out there a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like it's one of these things where, where one one thing I kept seeing, I, I kept seeing a lot of like uh, people upset with him mm-hmm. wanting to mend fa- like it's been nine years yeah you know it's been close to yeah it's 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 been like nine maybe yeah almost 10 years like he's allowed to bend fences yeah. and you know exactly. yeah if that's what it was then fucking far out good for him yeah like way it's- to grow as a person i mean it's cool that he can mend fences with uh those people yeah not- i mean i don't <laughs> <laughs> you know like i don't know if you're aware you know he he's pretty opinionated when it comes to the Miz and triple h or at least yeah. has been before in the past you know yeah. telling one person it goes like a uh a saudi blood money covered dick you know yeah. like um and i think it, and it's it's very weird because it's like we're kind of like not we like as in you and i as we tend to be forgiving people but like, yeah. you know, society has, it, it tends to be a lot of like, you should apologize for your misgivings. And it's like, okay, I'm going to apologize. It's like, well, no, not those, you know, no, I don't, I don't want you to apologize for that. I need you to specifically apologize for this. It's like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to apologize for this. And it's like, oh, no, not like that. Like, just, like I'll do yeah. it. And it's just like, whatever problems that punk had with the Miz or with Triple H or with insert any WWE name. Drew, you don't work with them. 
Yeah. I don't work with them. You're not friends with them. I'm also not friends with them. So if Punk was really backstage to just say what's up and say hello, yeah. then like I think good on him. You know? Yeah. And you know, this is it's only the first time that he's backstage at a wrestling show. And I you know, I, I think just visiting for the the second one, and I'll talk a little bit about that, but um yeah, again, such like a weird like I know a lot of people are like, oh shit, fucking Brian Pillman, loose cannon over here. And again, like I don't think I don't think he just went in there without having at least given Tony mm-hmm. the heads up. You know, in in where you know, if, again, if you're following the dirt sheets and stuff, you know, supposedly, you know, there there may be a cool show and another show, uh, you know, <laughs> coming from a company and stuff like that. And I don't think you would jeopardize that. I don't think you would, you know, in which you have his one of his close best friends in um, uh, Dax Harwood, like saying like, hey, he really wants to come back. He misses this. He wants to come back. And you know him approaching AEW again allegedly and like hey I want like let's work things out like who's to fucking say again because we're not there we don't work with them who's not to say that like yeah the Bucks and Punk and Kenny they all made up and you know yeah you know he's gonna talk to Hangman too and you know like everything's good they're not they're not gonna go out there and tell you they haven't even told you what happened are you aware of what happened like no one's ever no one's ever said what happened yeah, you know, it's this big sort of like, uh, you know, elephant in the room, and we pretend there's not a fucking giant trunk just fucking in the middle of it, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, again, it was such a, like a weird, bizarre thing to be like when I saw it. It was like, like it made me excited. Like I, I was like, should I watch Raw? Like, what's going on? Like, especially because I thought, and it didn't happen, which I was a little shocked by. But I thought for sure, this is the return of the CM Punk chance because. Yeah, I was at plenty of those Chicago shows after he left those WWE shows, and at all of them, it was always chance of CM Punk, CM Punk, and I know it would piss off some people. Um, I mean, definitely didn't piss off me because I was like, yeah, no, fuck yeah, CM Punk. Woo, I'll never, get, I'll never get to cheer for CM Punk at a wrestling show ever again. Um, <laughs> you know, gotta get it in while I can. I gotta get it in while I can. It's a shame I'll never be able to fucking, you know. Uh, do anything like that but um yeah just such a weird power move mm-hmm. um yeah um like i said i i just think it's uh yeah i mean i think it's maybe a little you know column a column b you know he is a you know he is a carny at work um but also i think there is a uh oh maybe he is like yeah he's had a couple months to reflect Say, you know what? Maybe I do. Maybe I did wrong some people in my past. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. Maybe the guy's like gone through therapy. You know, yeah. like, I, I mean, I, I can speak from personal experience. You know, therapy sort of has helped me, like, mm-hmm. sort of squash it with some people and stuff like that. And maybe that's the case. I, I, I can't imagine. You know, if. Uh, if one person gets sent to anger management therapy for slapping Sammy Guevara, that one person allegedly does something a little bit more extreme than that, not getting sent to the same sort of anger management therapy or, or, or whatever it is, you know, like mm-hmm. I got, I got to imagine. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not there. I don't, you know, but it's like, 
if one of my guys sort of, you know, if some of my guys get into a fight, I'm going to be like, Hey, listen, we're going to, we're going to settle this. We're going <laughs> to, we're, we're going to figure this out. Like, let's sort of, yeah. let's get this situated. Um, and yeah, I feel that was a little bit more performative, but then, you know, you have them also show up yes or Saturday uh, at the impact tapings over at the Cicero stadium, you know, he and Sasha banks and fucking, you know, like backstage taking pictures of people and stuff like that. I feel like that was, cause I know he is his one buddy works there, Lou something. Um, it, you know, he works there. So was, that was probably more so of a like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just the what? Lou Malnati. Lou Malnati. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have some, speaking of Italians, I got a, I got a fun Italian guy story. These two cute Italian guys oh. I hung out with this week. Uh, brothers. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's one of those things, man, where I'm like, to me, the man can do no wrong. <laughs> he could have, you know, <laughs> look short of calling me out on the fucking press conference, man, yeah. you know, man can really do no wrong. Uh, but it does have me hyped up for again when he comes back. Then you got all these assholes that just follow me around everywhere, dressing like me for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Oh, you turned twenty one and you fuck." Yeah, you turned twenty one and you fucking buy replica gear of me, huh? Is, are you still doing that? No, I, I don't. I, I did that the one time. You know, it's like I'm sorry, I'm a little cranky. I'm hurt and I'm old, and Frank and Berto won't stop working C two E two with me. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's again. I'm I'm ready and geared up for Summer of Punk. F- mm-hmm. Four, three, four, is it th- three. Well, no, because the original there's the original Ring of Honor one. Uh huh. Then there's a WWE Pipe Bomb one. Yeah. And there was the one. Yeah, he comes back. So. Yeah. Fourth time's a charm, baby. Four. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, this would technically be the fifth, yeah, because he came back last summer from his injury. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Summer of Punk 5. It's like every summer he gets a new summer. Basically, yeah, that that's actually how I, like, uh, you know, like some people have, uh, like, WrestleMania as a start of their calendar or, like, the Chinese yeah. New Year or actual New Year. <laughs> to me, it's every summer when CM Punk comes back. <laughs> it's, why I'm, uh, it's why I'm only five years old. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the toys (laughs) yeah exactly but i mean yeah it's you i very much i i do live in a i mean i'm a giant giant child um Mm. but yeah that was you know speaking of speaking of press conferences though uh you you were at you were at something of a press conference or or not a press conference but a a a safety conference conference Conference, yeah safety conference uh through my work um Actually took place at the Hyatt Regency there in Orlando, Florida, which is uh, where WrestleCon from uh, what what Rust thirty three took place. So I got 33? to see. Uh, yeah, that was thirty three. Jeez. Yeah. Oh. So I I texted you at one point. I said, "Man, I just uh, I just went pee in the same bathroom where I heard Marty Janetti offer somebody drugs." <laughs> like, I was like, I, "My life's gone full circle." So yeah, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. We uh, um, got some good information, you know. Met some cool people, people from like our other plants, which is uh, which was a cool thing. So shout out them. Shout out, uh, Deb, Emilio, Nick, uh, Angie, Jesse. I forget who. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm missing one right now. I feel like I am, but yeah. James. 
James. Yeah. I was that's what James I was gonna mention. Been, James would have been pissed, man. <laughs> yeah, James would have been pissed. James is a great guy. Yeah, he was a great guy. But yeah, man, it was uh it was a good time. Um it was uh nice to just get away from you know the normal work schedule. And uh, you know, I got to have a have a few pops at night, and that was a that was a good old time. So one night, oh, so the one night uh, I think it was the last night that we were, yeah, well, last night we were there. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that I could have had a devil's three way. Really? <laughs> you're, you're, oh, yeah, you're like, these two dudes are super awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're these two Italian boys. No, um, <laughs> no, uh, this, this, uh, this, we're just hanging out, right? We're sitting at the table and like me and my buddy, we're fucking dancing. We're doing the, you know, the soja boy thing when that came on. And, uh, you know, we're not really like up dancing or anything. Right. Like, and this lady comes over and she's like, she's either early Mm sixties or forties, but super sun damaged. You know, it's one of those like older ladies that could go either way. Uh-huh. Either you either smoked like while staring into the sun or you're just in, in your sixties. Um, and she's just like, I just got to come say hello to my little Patrick Swayze over here. And I was like, what? <laughs> I hope you know that from now on, I'm calling you my little Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, like I was like, I was like, Oh, hello. like, hello. You know, it was very nice. And she's like, yeah, that's my husband over there. And then she starts talking and like we're, we could barely hear her. So I was like, I was like, all right. And I, and I was, I was also, you know, a few pops in at that point. So I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And then she walks away and I sit down and my, my buddy, he goes, I'm pretty sure you're going to have a devil's three way tonight. And I was like, I think I was thinking that exact same thing that that's what that was. But I, I luckily I didn't agree to anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So and no 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 hotel like keys were exchanged, so I was good. <laughs> Dude, like so with with conferences like that, like I've only ever been to one, and yeah. that is uh, this was this pre pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a company SNS that uh, we get our, our our blank T-shirts from, and I guess like. <laughs> Every year they'd been inviting Ryan to go down to like these different conventions. Yeah. To which of course he was like, no, I don't want to go to any of these. And then mentioned it one time to Frank and I, and we were like, Hey, we <laughs> a free trip to San Diego? Yeah. yeah. I would love yeah. to I would fucking love to go. And uh and so we flew that it was I think it was like a two day thing, maybe. I think it was mm-hmm. like I think we like we were there Friday we were there Friday, Saturday, and then we flew out like Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, like Friday, Frank and I just, we, we were literally just going about town. Like we rented these, they had those like little Divi scooters or whatever the fuck they are. And so like we yeah. rented those and just sort of going everywhere. We were also, so we were the hotel we were staying at. I wasn't aware of until I hung out with my friend later in the weekend and she pointed it out, but it's the Comic-Con hotel. We were right next to Comic-Con. And I only yeah. knew this again when we're we're drive when we're like walking. She's like showing me around. I was like Hall H, huh? I was like that's like <laughs> that Comic Con thing. And she was like, "What? What do you mean?" I was like Hall H, like fucking the Comic Con. She's like, 
yeah, you're at the Comic Con Hotel, and we were right across the street from the Padres. Is that the their baseball team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right across from their field. Uh, for the okay. stadium, um, so it was just cool. It's like downtown San Diego, just beautiful. Literally ten minutes of live within ten minutes of being there, I looked up what the cost of living is, and it was almost double that it is in Chicago. And I was like, oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, that yeah. seems about everybody. Everybody wants to live in Chicago or in San Diego until they see how much it costs. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, no, thank you. I will take the snow. But so I remember, like the second day was the actual like conference part, yeah, and it was like. There in the hotel, they had like a fucking thing set up, and we, yeah. we just looked at like new t shirts that were coming out. Uh, like, yeah. I know we just put one out, it was like a BCC shirt that's like it looks like there's like blood splatters. That was like yeah. the new, that was like the new shirt that was coming out then, where they're just like, oh my god, look. Because I remember Vinny had also started doing like horror house stuff, and we we're like, hey, Vinny, blood splatters, mm-hmm. it looked cool. Um, <laughs> Frank, and, but again, Frank and I, like, we were just sort of down there looking at everything. We wound up just really eating a lot of the head these little meat skewers on like, like there's people walking around and we're just like, I'll take yeah. some of these. Um, uh, and then later on at night at the Padre stadium, it was like, come here. Like they were having like some sort of like party. Um, and it was, it was cool. And so like, they gave you like a tour of like, like the field and everything. He and I just tagged, like, we just like walked with some group, got bored because they were in like the locker rooms and we just walked out onto like the actual field and stuff in the middle of like another tour. And they were like, Oh, come on, come on over. We're already over here guys. And we're like, okay, sure. And so we're like, <laughs> you know, like in the dug, like we're just there. It was, it was super cool. Yeah. But towards the end of the night, um, there was like just like a group of like a random group of table of tables and Frank and I just sat there. We're just talking with random people. And I remember there was the, these two like older women who were, they were from, they're from somewhere in Florida. Uh, mm-hmm. like, like again, people came from everywhere and they were like, again, either 60 or 40 with sun damage. And they were just yeah. trying to get, they were like trying to just rally up a party. Like they were just like, come like, Cause the thing finished at like, I don't know, something like 11, you know? And so they're like, yeah. I remember they were just like, come on, come on, come on guys. Like, let's all go. Let's all go. And you know, me and Frank were just like, yeah, maybe I don't know. Like we were kind of tired already, you know? So it was one of those like, yeah, sure. Uh, maybe. And, um, all I remember is like everyone leaves at the stadium and everyone's sort of up front and me and Frank are like, they were like we're gonna go to some other bar or something like that and we're like yeah maybe i don't know and uh frank and i were like do you want to i was like i don't know maybe like if they have food we'll go to wherever this place that is that we're going and then the lady's like all right she's like i already called the bus she's like i got a party bus coming we're going down (laughs) to tijuana and that's when frank and i looked at each other we're like nope we are not fucking going on to Tijuana. And we just went back. I think we like ordered pizza and went back to like the hotel. But it was like one of those things where it was like, oh, again, amazing. this lady is fucking just getting a bus full of fucking strangers to go to Tijuana yeah. with. Her and it's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay. Thank you, love. I'm okay. I don't, I don't need to go to fucking Tijuana yeah. with a bunch of strangers. I met at a fucking t-shirt convention. It was kind of funny. We all had that night. We all kind of had this like, communal kind of experience that bonded us because we're uh i didn't know where the uh like <clears throat> we came down we're sitting outside and um like it starts to rain but we're like under cover right um but there's like the whole patio out there and they everybody comes running in 
And I was like, you know, it uh, like where I was, I was like, it's kind of fine. Like it's just sprinkling, you know, I'm used to it. But one of the, one of the girls there, she's like, let's go inside. Like, I don't want to get wet at all. And I was like, okay. So we get up and like, as we're like two feet from the door, like all of a sudden, like all the glasses and empty bottles that were on all these tables just go. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's going to cost them a lot of money. And that, I don't think I get done with that sentence before the tables and chairs just start blowing everywhere. So like everybody's gets inside There's shit, like flying against the window. It's like this mini fucking storm surge that comes through and everybody's just like the hotel people like mind you all these people are there for a safety thing and they're like the hotel's like get away from the window like (laughs) Like, did you guys not learn anything yeah (laughs) so but yeah it was was, so we all like kind of had this bonding so like instead of like everybody being spread out also like there was a lot of people in this one fucking little bar and it was, uh, I don't know, it's like kind of like one of those things where everybody just seemed to like be bonded because they went through that shit, you know? <laughs> no, I, I get it. Yeah, that's, again, I wish something more fun like that almost would have happened with us. But that, again, yeah. that's the only time I've ever done sort of done anything like that. Actually, it's funny that we're mentioning that it reminds me of this last this last week's episode of uh, Succession. Hmm. Cause they, you know, they went to like that retreat and stuff like, which again, I'm very, I'm, I find myself getting sad. So, you know, of course, of course you guys would have heard me like two weeks ago now talking about how I was like, yeah, I'm getting into succession show. And like, I really fucking love this show. Like I'm constantly like, I keep mentioning it to like the May queen and I don't think she would be into it uh, as I'm like, I get it. I'm like, it's not for everyone, you know, but like, I know it's, it's definitely one of those shows that like, uh, I was listening to, um, the sesh over the, our, our friends over at the poison Rana, you know, uh, Davey yeah. Portman, like he's been reviewing some of them and I'll Braden also just like caught up and like, I sent him a picture of my shirts. I've, I've of course made, you know, my, my, uh, Waystar Roy Coy, <laughs> Waystar Roy Coy, Roy Co t-shirt. Oh. And you know, the, the one thing I, I keep saying nonstop, <laughs> you know, is, uh, you can't make a tomlet without breaking a few Gregs. I love cousin Greg. I've yeah. I've turned around on cousin Greg. Like I, you know, it's <laughs> I. I remember telling you when I first started, I was like, I fucking hate this loser. He's so weird. Like, oh, I hate him. But like now, I just find myself saying, you know, like, it, you know, if, if it is to be said, then it shall be. It's yeah. Like, what you know? It's like fucking. <laughs> you know, it's like uh. You know, it's Greg. She brought her ludicrously capacious bag here. What's in there, huh? Her flats for the subway. Like, uh, I just, I love it so much. Um, yeah. You know, he's got CCTV, CCTV cameras in all these rooms. He's like, hey. He's like, you just made him a porn. Hey, that, he's like, some guy just walked up to me and called me a soy boy. He's like, what does that mean? He's like, it means you don't have to say that you like uh, oh, oh, Hamilton. He's like, but but I do like Hamilton. Oh, of course, buddy. We all love Hamilton. Again, which none of that means anything to anyone who doesn't watch uh, Succession. But I, I did another show that I re- like. Uh, another show that I've I've recently been binging on is uh, mm-hmm. Barry. Like, yeah. Oh, hey, Barry. <laughs> no, ho, Hank. My no, favorite Hank, character, man. but um, yeah, dude. It's what's his face? What, what's a uh, um? What's his name? Bill Hader. Bill Hader, dude. One of these guys that like, I like, 
of course, I only really know him for his comedy. A lot of people yeah. like only really know him for his comedy. Like I think the most like I I specifically remember him from uh being uh the brother in uh forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um and so I was just like I don't know, I thought this go go lower. Go lower. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I, I see what you're doing. You pervert. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and you know, like even going into the show, I was almost sort of convinced, like, oh, okay, I was like, it's probably just gonna be like a, a fucking comedy, which there is comedy to it, but like, yeah. no, it gets you, man. Yeah, like, and not- it's like the action is like so good, um, dude, and like honestly, like it proves it. Like, I, th- I don't know if it's the first episode. Or maybe it's like the first bit of the second episode. But when they come into the class and tell everybody, I think the kid's name was Jamie, that he's dead. The hit. Yeah. Um, And he has to... He, he does like that bad acting of, oh no! <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it was so funny, but like... It proves to like how good of an actor he is to play that bad of an actor. Exactly. Yeah. So like for for those of you guys unaware, Barry Barry's a show about a, a hitman from fucking from Ohio. Um, yeah. Which I learned apparently again from. I'll, I'll talk about it a little. But I learned that amongst amongst the youth, uh, mm-hmm. Ohio has become somewhat of a meme for the kids. Oh, it's very much a meme. It's yeah. No, but I yeah I don't. It's again it's through her job the may queen you know she she works with kids and she was like yeah that's a thing to where i like to the point where i wanted to text my nephew i'm, you know I'm gonna mess i'm gonna text my nephew right now and just say ohio and see if he says anything because i guess that's like a, a a thing for them um but yeah no uh barry again is about yeah <laughs> okay my, my, mine would just be like what are you coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't live there. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a hitman. You know, he moves to LA for you know for a hit, and he winds up falling in love with acting, becoming an actor. But yeah, one yeah. of the things is is like he's purposely a bad actor. Yeah. But it takes a good act. Like you know, he's a very good actor. You know, it's just like Inception level of yeah. fucking like. It's like a man. Um... Uh, why am I blanking on her name? The uh, Kong when she was in Glow. Um, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, her pretending to be a bad wrestler like really proved how good she was. <laughs> oh no, a hundred percent. And you know, and, and again, to the show's credit, you have fucking Henry Winkler in there, who's. I love Henry Winkler. I love him so much. You know, he's mm-hmm. this like disgraced uh, acting teacher, Gene Cousseau, which, you know, it's one of my favorite things where he's like, yeah, I'm at Gene Cousseau is like, he's a piece of shit. Fuck him. I don't want anything to do with him. You know, you have a uh, Joe Mantegna who's just like, listen, I got him a way. I have a restraining order. Get the fuck away from me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, again, a- another great actor that you have who also just popped up in succession is uh, Stephen Root, who, again, yeah. You might not recognize the name Steven Root. Look him up right now. You've seen him in fucking so much. You know, he I know he's he, he's the voice of uh what's it, of Bill uh in King of the Hill. He's in Office Space. He's he's Milton in Office Space. You, you, took, yeah. you took my stapler. You know, he's uh he's Gordon in Dodgeball, the guy with the with the wife who hates him. Uh, but I mean he's been in so much things like in succession. The news radio. The what? 
He was in news radio. He was like the boss on Jimmy James. News radio. Um, he he popped up in True Blood for a bit. Um, yeah, like all those HBO shows because he did Boardwalk Empire too. It's there's something with HBO. Like we were talking about this with uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Like he, that dude is just like you do a good job for them, and they're like we'll call you back every single time. <laughs> yeah, like again, even I, I, I like, forgot about the True Blood. He was yeah, he was the the lazy vampire or whatever. Yeah, that um, Lafayette was like drink. He, that you know they were exchanging services for for vampire yeah. blood as currency yeah. in that show. Um, but yeah, no, you have another character, another actor who I'm not familiar with him at all. But his name's Anthony Kerrigan, who plays again the character of Noho Hank. Oh, I hey Barry, uh, yeah. love him so much. Like yeah, like again, and trust me, like if if you haven't watched a show or been contemplating it, it's half an hour. Again, the show is brought to you by Barry season four on HBO max starting uh, this Sunday. Uh, no, but it's just, it's a fucking, it's a, such a good show. And it's like a half an hour. That's what I love the most. Like it's on max. It's on. Yeah. Max use promo code, uh, PWTcast. Get your first month free. If you're a new subscriber. Um, but God, I wish we could get that HBO money. Oh man. Yeah. That's, it's sweet, sweet HBO. What's up? You know, yeah. I actually so oh, so you know what? We're part of the WBD extended family, right? Like somehow, yeah, I am. Yeah, I guess through some weird incestuous relationship. Um, but hey, you know, what? It's, it's funny that that I mentioned that was like sponsorship because uh, um, where was it? I I think I meant I might have I mentioned it last week. I believe that uh, I, I I took the May Queen to the museum. And yes. uh, there, so there was this like exhibit about death, which was the best exhibit there. And again, I might have already told this story, so I don't care. But uh, yeah. was, which is my favorite because uh, it was the only. It was about death, and on the fucking wall was a quote by this fucking guy, Emotep from the Mummy. So I was very happy. I was like, already my favorite exhibit. Yeah. But um, at the end, at the end, there's this giant fucking chalkboard. It was emotep. 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 Sorry, I just had to get that. <laughs> it was like a giant. It was a room full of these giant chalkboards, and you know, it was like it said in a bunch of different languages. You know, before I die, I would like like things you wanted to accomplish. Yeah. And there was two things that I that I wrote that I that I, that I told her on the way there. Funny enough, just ran just because I'm always talking. But I was like, one, I want to be sponsored by a ginger ale. Like any ginger Ooh. ale, any ginger ale. If you have a ginger yeah. ale company out there, let's sponsor it. You know, just give me free ginger ale. That's all. You don't need to pay me money. I just want to be say like, you know, fucking uh, Pete's ginger ale brought to you by the PWT cast. You know, like true. You know, what do you like to eat after? You know, whatever. We'll do that read yeah. later. Um, like with Manscaped. But uh, <laughs> uh, and the second oh. thing was is and I've mentioned this. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> and I've mentioned it to you so many times. Yeah. I want a cumbia song written about me. You yes. Know? Yeah. Like, and that's the one thing that I want. And, and you mm-hmm. know, and she was like, "Oh, you dance cumbia?" I was like, "Oh, absolutely. I don't dance. No, I just, I just want the song written about me." Uh, yeah. But you know, I was just like, "Yeah, like I want a song written about me and stuff like that." And then sort of manifested that because I believe it was later on that day um, that we got a we got a, a new jingle over here again. It, it, Drew and I have been a little busy, so we didn't have time to to record a segment for it. But uh, I'm and Drew, I'll give you a thumbs up when it's done playing because I know we were having some yeah. audio issues, so it wasn't playing. But uh, there's a a little bit of an old friend 
back on the show. You, you, you've heard this before. And uh, yeah, starting next week will be the return of Disgrump and Drew. I'm writing to you to be the fan of the week. Your services suck. My order is fucked. Place this morning I'm freak. I hope he keeps you awake. You ain't ever getting Omaha steaks. Sign your fan of the week. Have a nice day. Fan of the week is back. Uh, you know, I, on on the review of Weird Science, uh, certified banger. Yeah. Uh, shout out Ka. Shout out. Shout out Kevin Aldridge. Yeah, she was like, oh, so you did have someone write a song about you? And I was like. Yeah, I guess. I was like, yeah, they did. Actually, yeah. I was like, and yeah. you know what? I was like, also counting. I was like, uh, Kevin. So I guess that's our, that's our next challenge. Like, Kevin has to learn like cumbia music. <laughs> Instead of seeking out, yeah, a cumbia artist. No, Kevin has to learn. He has to learn, you know, cumbia. And, you know, it's 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 fine. It, it won't be cultural appropriation. We'll be, no. you know. He's from Texas. It's. It's it count. It's it's all the same, right? Like it's te- Tex Mex at that point. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, next, Tejano music. Tejano music. <laughs> uh, yeah. So next week, we're uh, fan of the week. will be back. Uh, as again, it was yeah. it was a fun bit. Just hadn't done it in a while, and yeah. I didn't really have any use for the old song. But you know, when we were doing the weird science review, there was that. You know, I was just like, you know, Ka, you got to fucking remix that. And sure enough, he just fucking like, like the goddamn pro that he is. Like the god. Damn oh professional so, yeah fuck dude so here's the thing i went to this conference right and i'm like it's like you know i'm taking i'm getting all these good notes and i'm like hey i'm gonna learn i'm gonna learn some shit i'm gonna you know, i'm gonna i'm gonna really like implement this you know you always think that <clears throat> but then they hit us with the news at the end of the uh keynote speak speech on day two next year this convention will be in dallas texas and i thought Oh, I'm gonna implement the fuck out of everything I learn here, so I can get sent next year, so I can go fucking hang with Ka. <laughs> God, yeah, I I love Kevin. So Kevin, end of April next year, I'm coming for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you have a whole year to get ready. Although I'm sure you'll see him before then. I probably will. <laughs> um, because yeah, you two guys are like brothers, which yeah brings me to my next point. I mentioned these two cute little Italian <laughs> fellas. Um, yeah. Well, one of the date nights this week was uh, I, 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 I took Princess Peach to watch Princess Peach. Uh, uh-huh. We went to go watch the Mario movie, which, I, you know, I, listen, I'm not the biggest yeah. Mario fan, if at all in the world. Like I, like, I played Donkey Kong 64, um, but really, like, I, I really didn't play any of the Mario games. Like I play them in passing, you know, like if we were like, Oh, we're all going to Drew's house and we're going to play fucking this Mario game or someone's got a switch and we're playing, you know? So it's like, I'm familiar. I know who Bowser is and I know, you know, I, I know enough. Um, it's hard yeah. not to, but it's just, it was something where I was like, yeah, whatever. Sure. Like I'll watch it. And what it was honestly was that fucking peaches song, you know, like Jack black, of course he's Bowser and he has the fucking, romantic ballad where he's singing you know the peaches 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 which has been fucking yeah. stuck in my head since then um <laughs> but yeah no we went to go watch it and it was fucking amazing but and again i know so many people are saying like man for someone who's as critical about movies as you are like yeah no it is 
it was really fun. It was a good movie. Again, you're, you're, you're not going to catch you're not going to catch a review of Mario with, you know, uh, me and Drew getting as in-depth into it as we did for like Interstellar <laughs> or Requiem for a Dream. But it was still like a pretty fun movie. You like I, a lot of people were like fucking shitting on on it from Jump Street because they're like, oh, Chris Pratt's not doing he's not doing the Italian voice. Hey, eh? but like he has a little bit of an Italian twinge, you know, to his voice. Yeah. Um, Charlie Day plays Luigi, which is the most on brand casting. Like yeah. just the like even if you do if you do live action. You're getting fucking Charlie Day. I don't care Charlie that Luigi. Did. I don't care that Luigi's supposed to be fucking tall and lanky. Yeah. You you figure it out, Hollywood. You use your fucking <laughs> Hollywood magic to figure that shit out. Because um, if you can make Brad Pitt look like a little boy, then you can make Charlie Day look like a grown man. <laughs> if you can make Tom Cruise look like he's not fucking five foot seven, you can make <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can make Charlie Day look like a giant amongst men. Um, is yeah, no, dude. Like it was such a fun movie. Like again, and that's the best way I can describe it. Like it was just fun. Yeah. It was pretty emotional too. There, like I told you, there was like. Two or three fucking things where I was like, oh, my God, please, I hope she doesn't look at me. I hope she doesn't look at me. Like, <laughs> I was like, don't fucking look. Like, I got, I'm got, i welting up yeah, in I my got, eyes. I got, I got some popcorn salt in my eye. <laughs> yeah. Um, but fuck, dude, again. And I know it's like, oh, hey, guys. Because uh, people have been talking about this movie, obviously. It's been out for a few weeks. But the crazy thing, too, yeah. was um, it was like all adults. Cause I, I we got there we got there. If, listen, if you're going to the movies with me, you're getting there early, um, <laughs> and uh, of course, like we were degenerate, so like we brought in our own Dr Pepper. Uh, but you fucking bad boy, <laughs> fucking bad bad boy for life. Uh, you just prove it to her, like hey, just so you know what you're getting into. Oh no, she's the I one who brought it. I don't, I don't play by the rules. <laughs> oh no, she's the one who snuck it in. So I was just like, oh. okay, it's like be still, my heart. Or whatever yeah. that phrase is. Um, no, I, as I was like, I, I went back because we finished the doctor. So I was like, all right, I'll go grab us another drink. And I'm like, as I'm coming back in, I can see how full the auditorium was because uh, we were like all the way at the top. All adults. There was like no kids. And I was just like, yeah. oh, shit. But again, that makes sense because like, yes, you can take your kids. To, you know, I, I've, I've had friends take their kids, to, you know, and they'll like it. They'll enjoy it. You know, again, if, if you're watching from the perspective of like a child, like I, I understand it makes perfect sense, but like as an adult, I appreciated it more now than I would have when I was a kid, you know, like one of the standouts to me too, specifically was, um, uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Like, mm-hmm. They fucking they just straight up have him um just be Seth Rogan, you know, like he's donking like he's just like, Yeah, Mario <laughs> you know, like doing the laugh, like, oh like, oh no, we're gonna die. <laughs> and it's like it just adds to the charm of it because yeah, you know, like mo- most of what I I don't ever recall Donkey Kong speaking. I, I you know, again, I I've not really played much oh, of yeah. games. But it fucking adds to the charm, you know. Like it's just, it was, it's just, it was just a lot of fun. Again, re- really, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, you know, this week's fan of the week is brought to you by Nintendo. You know, Nintendo's <laughs> uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, I can't imagine they don't make a second one. You know, yeah. There's a there's a fun little that was a thing too, that like she thought I was fucking with her because the movie finished and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa there's there's a there's two post credit scenes. And she thought I was like, because 
she thought I was just like fucking with her. I was like, no, no, yeah. no, no, you you got to sit around and wait. Um, and I think she got like a little like apprehensive because a lot of people did it. And I was like, no, I've already seen the post credits via TikTok. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know, there's a there's 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 a fun little tease at the end. You know, I'm not gonna spoil it for you guys, but uh, again, but Samuel Jackson is in it. Samuel Jackson shows up and he's like, I'm here to talk to you about the Smash Brothers initiative. You know, he's like, yeah, he's like, you think your universe is, you know, so small. He's like, you're in a universe full of pocket monsters, star foxes, and many, many more. You know, yeah. He's like, I'm here to talk. That would be amazing, dude. If they, I mean, an end to you. I mean, honestly, there's so there, there is a bit in, there's a bit in the movie where they are, uh, they're all in carts going uh-huh. down the rainbow road. And I was like, you could a thousand percent, you could a <laughs> thousand percent do a fucking uh-huh. a Mar- a Mario Kart movie just based on them racing mm-hmm. and it'll work. If again, in that five minute action sequence, you could fucking stretch that into the actual fucking, like you could, like again, there has to, like if they're fucking smart, Give Luigi his own fucking spinoff, you know, his, his haunted mansion, haunted whatever, yeah. you know, Donkey Kong his own shit, which I popped. So I popped huge, especially for Donkey Kong, because, again, I was a big fan of Donkey Kong 64. And for any of you guys mm-hmm. who played, there's like a fun rap intro in the beginning, you know, like the Donkey Kong rap. Yeah. And they play that. They play that at the beginning. And, you know, at one point, everyone's cheering for uh, Donkey Kong and, uh, you know, fucking his dad's like, all right, everyone calm down. He's like, you too, Diddy Kong. And they go over to the crowd and it's like, <laughs> it's them from the game. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, fuck, yeah, this is awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. So, and again, like Seth Rogen carrying an animated franchise isn't, you know, it's it's happened before <laughs> so, and stuff like that. But, um, dude, 100 percent like they can, you know, and. I don't know how, but you can make it work. You can make it work with all the other properties. Are they going to make like a, a fucking an animated? I I don't even know who's in Smash Brothers. John Cena is John Cena in it. You know, it feels like I know they have like Pokemon in it. I know they have like Kirby. You could totally do like a Kirby thing too. Like again, it's just I know and I know and I know. X in it. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I just had this conversation this past week. We were talking about this, but I was never. I never really played Smash Brothers, so no, for sure. And I know there's some like film purists right now who are probably you know fucking like, oh, great, why can't we do anything original and stuff like that? And I get it. I fucking listen. I totally want you know. Give me. I it's a one. You know, uh, I uh, I sh- I showed the May Queen Tusk last night. Yes. You know, and that's one of those things where it's just like, oh, you think you know what's gonna fucking happen in this movie? You, you just fucking wait you know like she's just like what the fuck like this is so fucked up like what's going on you know and it's like and again as, as a kevin smith fan i appreciate so so many little things you know like you know i remember them talking about a canadian bar just called bar a you know but it's h you know and like yeah. it, it just so many things later you know dr mosier like just a bunch of these things so i appreciate it from that and her just like what the fuck? This weird fucked up movie. This guy's turning, and it's so. What's funny is the end. Like it, the the third act of the Mario Brother movie is essentially the 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 final act of the Avengers. Mario plays the role of Iron Man, 
which okay. uh, famously, if you've watched Tusk, the ending to that is essentially the ending to Iron Man 1. You know, and uh, and I will, I'll just leave it at that. But it was just funny, like having seen those back to back, where I was just like, "No shit!" I was like, "Fucking, you know, everyone's everyone's just borrowing from Marvel now, aren't we?" Huh? <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, so the, it, it's the first Avengers, or yeah, from the first Avengers movie. There, there's there's a very specific thing that happens again in, in the third act of the Mario movie. Um, yeah, which isn't even the ending really, because it's it, but it's just like there's a very specific thing that happens that I'm like, yep, like this this is this is Iron Man. Like <laughs> you're okay. doing Iron Man, um, <laughs> but again, it, it's awesome. It's fun. Um, and hey, speaking about uh, the Kevin Smith, yeah. Um, I didn't want to give him a huge shout out, you know, friend of the show, Kevin Smith, uh, friend of the, sh- friend of the former show, guest. yeah, former guest episode 13, go check it out, boys and girls. Um, so I don't know if I've talked about it on here at least, but like, I know myself and Marty DeRosa because we both listen to Kevin Smith and follow Kevin Smith and stuff like that. Um, he disappeared for about two months, just stopped podcasting, just sort of, again, disappeared. Um, and didn't no one ever he didn't really talk about what happened for someone who talks about everything yeah didn't really talk about what happened or why he was gone um and it was you know he comes he's like i don't smoke weed anymore and he's just very like introspect it just it was i thought he was going through a divorce you know Mm -hmm. like it just it seemed very weird the way he was and the way things were going on and stuff like that and finally this week he put out an interview with people magazine and he talked about it where he uh he institutionalized himself he went to a mental health facility as he could not handle what was going on anymore you know and it was a lot of essentially you know repressed things that had happened in his life that he sort of just again repressed them and 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 turned to turn to other unhealthy coping mechanisms to sort of deal with those things. You know, and that's something here that like, you know, like we've talked about, I talk about all the time where it's like, you know, like your mental health is fucking more important than, you know, it's the most important thing, you know, like, and he is someone who for like, you know, like he talked, he's like for a long time, it was a lot of just like him trying to people please, you know, and a lot of us suffer through that on a much smaller, smaller scale, as you know, like it's, I can only imagine what it's like to be Kevin Smith and everyone constantly wants this from you and that from you. And again, whether it's something, you know, like of, of, of monetary value, but more so just your time and, you know, okay, can you fix it? It just, it got to him. And, you know, he had the wherewithal to, again, check himself into a mental health facility, get the help that he needed. And now he's making those changes in his life. And like, Again, it, one of the hardest things that can fucking ever happen is asking for help. You know, a lot of times yeah. people don't want to ask for help, um, but I can fucking assure you, man. Like, all you gotta do is all—it's all you gotta do. Sometimes is just help, you know, or go get the help that you need and stuff like that. And so I thought it was yeah. a really fucking. And he, I mind you, in that video, he sounds so much like a weight's been lifted off his shoulders. You know, like I've actually, I've, I've gone back. Uh, 
like in the last few weeks, and I've been listening to old episodes of Smodcast with him and and, and uh, his, his 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 original podcast, and this goes back to like 2007. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like 2006, like they're talking about like they're I'm canonically now I'm at where they are in Pittsburgh uh, about to start filming Zach and Mary. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, and but there's like some of these like one of the stories that he talked about, you know, and his like this is a fucked up thing that happened to me. Like they've already talked about that. And I know other stories that are going to happen before because, of, of course, I've, I've gone. Th- it's not my first time going through old episodes of Smartcast. Um, but um, you know, and then again, I, I felt bad because of that stuff. And then also this week, his dog died, Shecky. If any of you guys have followed, you know him forever. He, you know, little dachshund, little little Shecky. My favorite things on the podcast is, you know, he'd be podcasting and he's just like, God, da- Shecky, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Drew's talking about the importance of mental health. You know, he's like, rah, rah, rah. He's like shut up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and you know, again, I, and I feel for the guy because even then, the only reason they didn't tell him that his dog died was because he was down in Florida because his mother is also not in the best, you know, medical. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it's just like, just try to be kind, everyone. You know, like yeah. just uh, check in. You know, life's short. Life's really fucking short. You know, yeah. make sure to, you know, check in on your friends and your family and tell them that you love them. Yeah, man. The power of positivity, man. Always reach out and tell people like, you know, like it's kind of funny. I just the other day, I posted a picture of me and my cousin and like, she sent me a thing. She's like, like commented on it. She's like, Oh, thank you so much or whatever. Like, but I could tell like just the way she said it, it, it fucking meant a lot to her that I, that I posted that out. So like, you never know. I mean, I don't know if she's, dealing with anything but i'm just saying like it seemed like it was like you know it was a very genuine thank you for that so i mean you know it was more than just a thumbs up <laughs> it was uh <laughs> you know it's like season it's like uh the the, the rick ross episode of dave you yeah. know you fall seven times to get back up eight times you know eight, eight times just, yeah just, just like ada said yeah you fall seven times it's it's you know why do we go once to- you once you catch up, man, I can't wait. I can't oh, wait. Catch up. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm. There's too much, too much stuff that that's going on that I'm watching. I mentioned like, yeah. I'm fine. Like I, I, I watched Ted Lasso. Oh, I, was, I was fucking crying. I was like, please don't wake up. Please don't fucking wake up and see me crying over these fucking little like little European well, how, boys. How fucking funny was the fucking the Roy when he he said the joke and he's like. <laughs> He's like, God, I fucking hate what you've done to me. Oh, and yeah. then he does it again. And he's like, he's like, I fucking hate myself or whatever. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> Which reminds me. And again, I, like, so um, at some point, one of the movies you watch, we, we watched uh, Love and Thunder. She hadn't seen Love and Thunder. And mm-hmm. uh, we get to the end. And I completely forget fucking, you know, old Roy Kent. He's here. He's there. He's every fucking where. He's even in the MCU. Yeah. He's playing Hercules. You know, he's playing Marvel's version of Hercules, which like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about Hercules. But now I do because fucking, you know, uh, yeah. Brett Goldstein, who again, who plays Roy Kent in, in Ted Lasso, he's playing him. And I'm like, Roy Kent, I will follow you to the ends of the world. <laughs> I'll follow you anywhere in anything that you do. Um so how did uh how was the rewatch? Love and Thunder Love and Th- it was a better rewatch than the first time, I think, all things considered. Very good. Yeah. Um yeah, again, it's like not not my favorite. Yeah. But I know I, I was there was an interview with Chris Hemsworth that he was talking where he was just like, um, 
yeah, he's like, we probably shouldn't have gone that route for this again. Like Thor Ragnarok was Thor Ragnarok. He's like, probably should have a little bit more serious this time. He's like, I think he goes, he's like, if, if I am to come back to the role of Thor again, he goes, I, it needs to be something a little bit more serious. Um, yeah. Which again, I think most with the reception of most of the these phase four Marvel movies, I feel like yeah. you know they're sort of like, all right, time out, let's step back, let's sort of what yeah. what worked before, what's not working now. Yeah. Okay, let's let's do that. Which we also started to rewatch WandaVision, and just like fuck, man, so good. Yeah. What is grief and yeah, love you, persevering? That's right. Um, oh, speaking of that quote, dude, back to the Ted Lasso thing. Uh, just because, like, this thing is stuck with me, like, I actually, like, I shared it to, with, the, like, the group the other day, like, after I watched the show. Like, I was like, I was like, I didn't learn this in any of the classes, but I just want to share this with all of you guys because I think it's a really cool quote. But fucking Sam's dad, don't fight back, fight forward. And I was like, that is a fucking beautiful sentiment. Like, I love that. Dude, it was one of those things, yeah, where I was like, fuck yeah, because um, uh, one, the actor who plays his dad is the act is the, the guy from Sweet Tooth, which I don't know if you've ever watched Sweet Tooth on Netflix. I know they just dropped right. season two. Um, oh, okay. Which at some point I got to make time to watch. Too much TV. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I saw that. And that, that was very much one of those things where I was like, hell yeah, because it's it's sort of the way that I'm like, yeah, this is how I want to fucking move forward with, I mean, this is how yeah. that sort of, I've been moving forward. Honestly, great. <laughs> you know, things yeah. are fucking great. And it's just, yeah, like it, it, it very much just sort of feels like that's how everyone should have just go for it. You know, the, the best revenge is just not getting revenge, you know, just, just forgive them. Yeah. Not, not, not for, for anything other than, but then like, you don't need that baggage. Yeah. But yeah, you, uh, going back, like, you know, talking about the MCU and everything. I, like you and Justin had talked about on the on the podcast last week about uh you know, like you know, everybody kind of has their their tropes and you're like, okay, this is a Tarantino movie or this is a Scorsese movie, kind of like that's what I was thinking, like, you know, about the MCU. Like it's like how good WandaVision was, and even like that's why I appreciated Doctor Strange so much because it was it was such a fucking deterrent, like. No, I was doing the Wait, Doctor Strange I... thing. Oh, I thought you were like... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. For those of you guys that are only listening, he started talking about Doctor yeah. Strange, and I started doing the Doctor Strange opening a portal thing, and I think he thought yeah. that I meant to stop. No, no, no. I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, I dick. also thought, like, maybe... I also maybe because I told you before, like I might have internet issues. Oh so no! I, was, I think we're like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no. Oh. I, I'm sorry. It is. I, it is a thing I have. Whenever anyone mentions Doctor Strange, you just start fucking, <laughs> yeah, doing the fucking opening a portal thing. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's what I like. It was such a step away from like the, the standard algorithm, and you know, and and again, it's like, but there's that scary thing of like Love and Thunder, where it's like, okay, well, this works, so let's go full force into this. Like, let's go. No, no, no. Like you don't have to lean all the way. Like just kind of find that medium in, in there. So it, it is a lot of that. And I think it's, I think what, well, what will be beneficial is giving people like, you know, <clears throat> finding those directors that really kind of make each story unique, like a Sam Raimi or, you know, even Taika, like at the time, I mean, I know he, 
but I think they he was probably also encouraged to be like, no, 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 we're gonna bring you back, and we want more, ha ha. <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was actually just reading. Uh, um, it was a story about it was like the Mandalorian about John Favreau and Dave Filoni. You know who, of course, are, are you know they're in charge of the the the, the Mandovers. You know, Mandalorian yeah. and stuff like that. And I guess one of the things was like. John Favreau was like fucking pissed with with Kathleen Kennedy. Like, I mean, listen, it's no secret. Kathleen Kennedy has been like for everyone upset about Star Wars and stuff like that. It's like there's if there's one person to point the finger at, it's Kathleen Kennedy, yeah. who's notorious for fucking, She's you know, smelling her own farts, smelling her own farts, and just like getting too into the weeds of everything. You you know, like if if you wonder why. Uh, you're like, wow, that Force Awakens was so good. Why were the other two movies such fucking so like a different direction and just doesn't make any sense? Well, sometimes there's too many chefs in the kitchen, and yeah. sometimes there's one particular chef that doesn't doesn't <laughs> doesn't let you know the sous chef do what the sous, sous chef should be fucking doing when yeah. they hired the sous chef to be a sous chef, or not, not exactly. no, they hired the sous chef to be a chef. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, like it was one of those things where it was like there was like so much interference and it was just like, like just fuck off, you know? And again, it should be said like, like to me, I have, I don't give a fuck about the, the DCU, DCEU, any of those movies because they have burned mm-hmm. one too many bridge. I don't care. They are damaged goods as far as I'm concerned. The same way people constantly tell me like impact is really good. Impact wrestling is good. Listen, I'm sure yeah. it, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I will never watch it. I just won't. Yeah. I just won't. Like, I'm sorry. I've, 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 I dedicated way too much time and got burnt every single fucking time. Like, like that. It's like that friend, you know, that's, you know, Hey man, I just need 20 bucks <laughs> or whatever, you know, or, yeah. You know, oh, they said. Oh, yeah. Someone's back on Coke again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or they're like, yeah, hey, no, no. They said there's. Sh- I know they didn't show up to any of the last fucking things that we all planned together. They're for but sure they showing up. Um, yeah. Yeah. They said for sure this one. It's just like. Nope. Or they they get you that once. Yeah. Like, well, they showed up last time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. No, there's just like so much interfere. Ho- again, hopefully they just like leave it alone because that's the thing where it's like. People hated Star Wars after the the good trilogy, you know, in mm-hmm. episodes one, two, and three, and then uh, it took a while for people to like love Star Wars again, and then people hated it again after you know uh, seven and eight, and it's just like it's it's just one of the where it's like you only get a bite at the apple so many times, yeah. you know, and like. I, like some people are like, Kathleen Kennedy's the worst because they hate women. It's like, no, she's just not good. The proof is in the pudding. She announced yeah. 30 fucking Star Wars things. There's been like three to come to fruition because they all fall apart. They all fucking fall through. And again, it's not because she's like, and oh, she's a woman, so she's an app. No, she's done a lot of things in her career. It's just sometimes you smell your own farts and you don't listen to people you should be listening to, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, hey, speaking of TV, uh, yeah, I don't know if you heard, cousin Bob Odenkirk, season two of the speaking Bear. Of chefs. Yeah, speaking of chefs, uh, Bob Odenkirk, <laughs> he's cast in season two of the Bear. Yeah, old fucking uh, Jay McGill. A little, a little birdo just told me that. Uh, I, so. I, 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 I said yesterday to her, I was like, I don't think I've ever loved the man more than I've loved Jimmy McGill. 
slash Saul Goodman. I don't think I've ever loved an older man who isn't my father. <laughs> slash, uh, what, what was his um, what was his third name? Gene Takovic. Gene, yeah. I, was, I could think it was Walter, and I knew that wasn't right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. Like, The Bears, again, it's one of those fucking shows that, like, it might have been you who told me, or someone told me to, like, watch it, and I was just like, okay, and I binge-watched the entire thing. You know, it was Waiting. Yeah. Waiting was talking about it, and it just in one night, binge-watched the entire fucking thing. It, uh, I did the same thing. It was just like, they were, I I don't think it was when Way was doing it, but when John was watching it, and I was like, all right, I'm, this weekend, I'm not doing shit, like, so I'm just gonna watch it, and, like, I started it Friday night, and by, like, noon on saturday i'd already finished the thing <laughs> it was such a good show so good yeah and you know it's it's one of those like the one of the things that i appreciate about season one was like aside from uh if I ever and i've already rewatched it too so um, but it's like there's there there's just there wasn't that many famous people in it yeah you know which sometimes adds to a show at least for me sometimes oh, it adds for, uh, what is his name? Jeremy Jeremy Allen, Jeremy Wright? Allen White, or White, yeah, yeah. White, yeah. Okay, the, who played Lip on? Um, yes, uh, Shameless, Shameless. You know, it was uh, there was a fucking uh, what's his face from uh, Ready to Rumble, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt was in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, I was like, who the fuck from that? I forgot about it. Yeah, Maddie, that Mad- Maddie Madison, of course. You know who. The one um, chef on the show who plays the fucking plumber, Maddie Madison. But there's just, there yeah. weren't that many like famous people on there. And I feel like. Abby it, like, I was, I mean, she, the sister, Abby Elliott, that, uh, I mean, that was, yeah, it was like, that was it. So. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. She was, uh, she was one of, uh, Ted's crazy girlfriends. Oh, I met your mother. Yes. Yeah, she was the the one who burnt the play or like exploded his apartment or whatever. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, at least the way I sort of think about it is sort of like how Dave season one, again, has some people. And now you're like, oh, Rick Ross is in this episode. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, Rick dude, Ross, Usher. That Atlanta one was so crazy. I, I text Andy. I was like, dude, have you watched this yet? He's like, no. I was like, you're going to love the cameos. And I was just like, cause it was just one after another. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, oh, killer Mike. I don't know what our beef is. You know, he's like, oh, you're going to down, you're, you're going to, uh, uh, donate $50,000 to, you know, this black charity. And he's like, yep, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, he said, you can give $15,000. Yeah. I'll do 50. <laughs> oh, 50. I just said 15, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm re- I'm really excited about that because again it's just it's yeah. it, it feels like new feels refreshing um yeah uh very much in the same way that like i felt like the draft would feel for wwe um yeah. so last week last week when we were recording the draft pod yeah um which i was on last week's it's episode only, there's only one draft that we we should talk about last yeah. week there's only one draft we didn't even mention that you were going to be on the show, even though we had it well planned. I, yeah, I think we were we were just so busy because it was a longer episode. I think we were just so caught up in, in everything. Oh yeah, you know, um, you made me listen to the whole interview. Like, you're like <laughs> now I'm going to play this interview, and I had to sit here in silence. Oh yeah, we didn't just do <laughs> intro outro. No, we listened uh, to the entire thing from beginning yeah. to end. Um, but 
yeah again i was on there we did uh you know uh bathtub shower hot tub scenes from movies you know Mm -hmm. movies specifically i think next year we said we're doing tv shows yeah um but which is you know funny enough is i ended up uh using a (laughs) using your leftovers thing as a little uh thing on my story last week i see i saw i was just like yeah <laughs> i was like wow this is fucking because uh, i was just thinking i was like oh i should fucking use this because this is perfect timing <laughs> um but when we we're doing that like when we did that so raven that's so shitty uh yeah. i talked about like they just debuted the new wwe i don't know what it's called championship um yeah and more so now than ever, I'm like, what a dumb fucking idea. Like, yeah. You, you yeah. Know? I said it like, you tell me, I'm like, I don't care about the, the aesthetics of the belt. Like, I'm just, what is the point of the belt? It makes, like, I didn't, <laughs> don't, just don't understand it. <laughs> it makes no sense that Cody Rhodes didn't win at WrestleMania. It makes no sense that Sami Zayn didn't win. Didn't win in Montreal, especially now because, like, yeah, like they're they who who are they going to wrestle? Who are mm-hmm. Ke- who are Kevin and Sami going to wrestle now, Drew? They've already beat the Usos. Who else? No one. That's why they shouldn't have fucking won because it should have been. What's up? The Usos still exactly that. It's probably what's going to happen. It's like no, Sami should have taken one off Roman, and you know Cody should have taken the other. There you go. You get the most out of fucking, you know, this and, and build two fucking fresh baby star fucking champions, baby face champions to eventually have fucking Volter come and fucking take the one off Sammy. Um, yeah. That's how I would have booked it. But uh, yeah, it's just like, here's your consolation prize. Hey, Cody, finish your story, asshole. Here you go. Fucking consolation <laughs> prize. Like, it just, it feels so dumb. Like, it's just, it's so dumb. It doesn't make sense. And I was like, whatever. And I was like, and again, I, I didn't get as angry about it now until I saw my notes, specifically because angry at this fucking stupid draft. So, whatever. The draft uh-huh. the draft is what it is. I don't know. Does it make sense? Like, oh, we're taking the bloodline, but we're we not taking the Usos. Like, we, we should specify the WWE draft. Come on now. The WWE <laughs> draft, not the draft pod with Jabroni U. Yeah. You know? um, <laughs> but uh, this weekend, it's like the supplemental draft. And it's like, oh yeah, uh, these people declared that they're free agents now, and so uh, yeah, they're they're just free agents, so they can float between both shows, and uh, like all these things where it's like, that's not how contracts work. That's not how free no. agency works. They're free agents. Okay, have them go over to New Japan. You know, yeah. Have Adolf Ziggler go wrestle fucking Kazuchika Okada, or have him show up on yeah. Dynamite. Like that's what a free agent means. Like it's not have him show up backstage in Impact. Yeah, exactly. Like it's one of those things where it's like it's just so like their rules don't make sense. They like that's the thing with WWE is like they set these rules, they break the rules, and then they're just like, ah, come on, what are you being an asshole for? Yeah, and then they want to pat it on the back when they they do think like it's that's the, the ridiculous thing. Yeah, just so <laughs> like I always go back to like the the you know like when they made it like big deal out of like switching i mean don't get me wrong it is a big deal that they switched the you know the to a woman's title instead of the diva's title but everybody else in the world had already done that like you're the last to do it and you shouldn't be the ones like being patted on the back for it well on top of like uh what's really fucking ridiculous is the fact that 
instead of just like this is the world women title and this is the world like the universal women's title or something. Yeah, it's Raw and SmackDown. You have Raw and SmackDown, and uh, sure enough, what do you call it? Uh, last year you had them switch brands, and they had to, um, like just literally swap titles. And I guess it was like a shoot legit, like fucking. They were shitty to each other because I guess Charlotte and Becky don't like each other anymore. And this year you have the same fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, unless Rhea's gonna lose her belt, which I don't think she's losing her belt. But yeah. just again, I don't. It's just I don't know, man. You know, it's just, I feel bad because I <laughs> like I want I want to not be such a fucking critical asshole about things. But they just yeah. they make it hard. They make it hard to not be because again, like wrestling doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and again, it's like you know how many how many times can you break my heart before I stop coming back to you? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's why it's very much one of those things, and I know it's not perfect, but I was like, listen, at least, at least there's some logic with Tony Khan and his booking. Like, I, I, I will watch that show a hundred times over than fucking WWE. You know, like I just, yeah. I can't. I'm sorry, and I know some people are like, well, it's gonna, no, it's not. <laughs> Don't do this to yourself. Don't have the Stockholm syndrome. It's not gonna get better. It's not. But hey, you know, in some positive WWE related news, um, mm. Sammy De- Sammy Zayn did a, a fun interview uh, with uh, Andrew Santino um, over at Whiskey Ginger, his podcast. Yeah. Really fun yeah. interview. You guys should definitely check that out. They recorded it right before WrestleMania. Um, really fun. Yeah, couple of couple of Whiskey Gingers. Uh, only one, because only one of them drinks whiskey. Oh, that's only true. one of them drinks yeah. really. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man. Um, I don't know. Like, if if I I tell you, like, if if I were you know going into the SmackDown or Raw on Monday, there are uh, definitely eighteen people that I would love to draft. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess, are we not? Are we not there yet? Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. No. No. We are. Yeah. So what do you know? What do you, what do you guys? Uh, <laughs> you know, what do you guys got going on this week over the draft pod? Oh, uh, us. What is it? It is. Oh, was that? Is that not what you were alluding to? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was uh, keying up our eighteen wonderful patrons of the show. That should oh, get of course, yeah. No, listen, yeah, eight, eighteen. <laughs> listen, if you want to hear about fucking eighteen awesome people? Then yeah, of course, the the wonderful patrons of the show. Of course, like I mentioned, uh, front patreon.com forward slash pwtcast again for the five dollar for for the five dollar tier. Um, you know, you get a. a, a, a Additional weekly episode of uh, in the form of Scrum Stanley video again movie review show um, over a hundred episodes by now you know Shawshank Redemption yeah. Back to the Future uh, like all a lot of MC movies there's a ton of ones there um, at some point I'll compile a list uh, but yeah you can go <laughs> ahead over and sign up uh, patreon.com forward slash pwtcast and yeah again if I'm drafting eighteen people I'm fucking drafting Clifford Fraker Jesse Kolenberg Joshua Davis uh, Armanio Flanagan. Jonathan Mayer, who I was, re- I was, uh, Jonathan, I was rewatching some videos of myself in Canada, uh, for, for the live post wrestling show. And, uh, there I see Jonathan Mayer and his lovely wife just sitting in the crowd. Oh. Yeah. So shout out to them. Much like, uh, shout out to, uh, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Vivian Urbina, Anthony Torres, my godfather Jesus. Boy, I tell you, Bam Margeric could really shout out Jesus. 
Oh man, we didn't even get into Bam Margera this episode. Yeah, but Jesus, Bam Margera <laughs> needs your help. Uh, yeah, but actually, if he really does need help, he should reach out to Steve Fees, who I think regionally is more closer to Bam Margera than than Jesus is. Uh, but uh, if well, I think or actually, he might be able to reach out to Rachel, who I you know if he's out west, um, you know, or he could reach out to to uh, was it Little Patrick Swayze. Yeah, little Patrick Swayze. I'm here, bro. Little Patrick. I got, a, I, I got a room if you need it. Little Patrick Swayze, Jacob Taos, Lucy Salgado, Lupe Dominguez, uh, the Kings of Sport podcast, and of course Darren Kissler. Uh, yeah, Drew. What do you guys? Uh, speaking of drafts, what do you guys got going on this week? <laughs> oh, the draft. Yes, we have. We are drafting. Um, basically, we are building our uh, team of breakfast clubs, but we are doing it with like animated kids so let's say you know if you want if you want the uh you know the 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 nerd i want to maybe draft millhouse but then if i draft millhouse we're going nuclear so all simpsons characters would be off the board at that point so it's going to be going to be interesting it's see where where this goes and by by breakfast club what do you mean like what what is a breakfast club like so, Breakfast Club the movie. Um, so oh, I, see, I thought you meant like with Charlemagne. <laughs> no. Um, so the uh, so yeah, we're drafting the Jack, the the Beauty, the Criminal, the Nerd, or the Brains, uh, the Loner, and then we're adding the Class Clown, and then we're also adding the Principal, which will be one adult. So, yeah. Bull by the horns. So that'll be. Uh, that's right. Don't, don't mess with the bull, young man. Okay, no, that yeah, that that sounds awesome. I can't, I can't wait to to hear about that, to listen to that, and um, <laughs> yeah, again this week, uh, this Friday, uh, myself and Drew will be uh, dropping an episode talking Guardians of the Galaxy one, and uh, oh, I I should say to the people that listen, if you ever there might be there might be I still have to do some convincing, but there might be a special special guest on uh the draft pod this week so just saying just saying yeah i've i've that 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 would be fun i if it's yeah. who you, t- you it's who you told me about yeah. last week yeah that would be uh uh that'd be you'd be one motherfucker if you could pull that off well let's not go that far <laughs> actually yeah no i don't know why that is the first you know, that's disregard that yeah i don't know you'd be one uh, I don't know why you're. I've been Drew. <laughs> yeah, for the so for uh, the PWT guest this week, you guys. Um, I've been Scrump. I've been Drew, and this or, is I've been Little Patrick Swayze. You, Swayze, <laughs> Little Patrick Swayze, and this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast, and so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye, and good night. Bang, bang.